A magnitude 7 earthquake jolted northern Taiwan at 2 p.m. The epicenter of the quake was located at New Taipei City and tremors were felt across Taiwan proper. Severe disasters occurred in the northern region, including the collapse of multiple buildings. On Wednesday, Taiwan saw partly cloudy to sunny skies all around the island. But the fair weather may not last into the weekend, especially in northern and eastern regions. A tropical depression east of the Philippines is picking up strength and could strengthen into a tropical storm by Thursday morning. Its periphery will deliver rains to windward areas in northern Taiwan, which will be especially heavy between Sunday and next Tuesday. With localized showers in many areas of the north, don't forget to bring an umbrella before stepping out. A flight attendant charity calendar is celebrating its 12th successful year. After two years of COVID chaos, the aviation industry is looking forward to happier times now that Taiwan's border are open again. This year, the calendar features a bikini made of balloons, which model Wu Yu described as a unique experience. The calendar also features two models who are pregnant and had to overcome morning sickness to take part in the shoot. Flight attendants line up for a photo call. Their annual charity calendar is now in its 12th edition. This year, each flight attendant worked with a different artist. One wore a balloon bikini for her shoot, designed by world balloon art champion Song Junling. It was my first time wearing a balloon bikini. It felt very novel, a special experience. It wasn't that she had nothing on underneath. There was fabric on the inside. Another highlight of the shoot are these two flight attendants who are both expecting babies. Although morning sickness reared its head, they were determined to get the photos. I was just over three months, so I was getting morning sickness. I'd go and be sick and then come back and carry on. My bump was smaller then. It's showing more now. I was very happy to be able to take part in the calendar photo shoot to help the children in rural Hualien. The calendar's organizer explained how the annual calendar's proceeds have helped many children in need. We've raised more than 8 million NT in the last 11 years. Those funds have helped to keep many children warm. We keep going year after year like this and it's just built up. The last two years of the pandemic have been really exhausting for airline crews. Now that Taiwan's borders are open again, there's even more work to do. We've been under scrutiny for the whole last two years. I hope that this beautiful calendar can bring everyone some happiness, spiritually and culturally. This year, 100 NT from the sale of each calendar will go toward causes such as the Dun'an Social Welfare Foundation Youth Depression Prevention Project and Hualien Mennonite Christian Hospital. A male giant panda at the Taipei Zoo named Tuan Tuan has been moved into palliative care due to his deteriorating health. The bear that was a gift from China in 2008 was diagnosed with a brain lesion in September. Veterinarians say that an MRI scan carried out on Saturday showed the lesion had grown, possibly indicating a brain tumor. Let's hear from the zoo's chief vet. His 
The condition deteriorated rather fast. We decided not to do a biopsy, as that would require administering anesthesia. Without confirming the tissue's condition through sampling, we cannot tell you for sure whether it's a tumor or an inflammatory response. The zoo vets have been administering Tuan Tuan medicine to relieve as much pain as possible so he can weather through the days ahead. He has been moved to a private enclosure and won't be viewable by zoo visitors. A special exhibit area has been set up at the entrance of the zoo's giant panda house so that visitors can leave Tuan Tuan words of encouragement. Lots of cat lovers will know about Hongdou Village in New Taipei. But have you heard of the cat village in Linko? Older stray cats and dogs are allowed to roam freely through Linko Cat Village Landscape Park. It's a place where older stray animals can enjoy their twilight years in nature. Let's go now with the actors of Phoenix Talent Company on their volunteering trip to keep the park neat and tidy. Actors put on work gloves and get down to weeding. This isn't a rehearsal in a studio, but an outdoors charity event. The work is hard, but there's time for a bit of fun and games. To celebrate its 20th anniversary, Phoenix Talon Company has organized this charity event. They went to Linko Cat Village Landscape Park to help tidy up the stray cat's home. Some of the cats and dogs here love to say hello. The volunteers quickly make new friends. I thought at first I might bring my dog along to show him how good he has it and how the dogs here lead a hard life. I'm glad I didn't bring him now because he might prefer to live here so he can run around freely. I hope humans and animals can coexist here. I think they should be able to get on happily with people. It's hard to believe these friendly creatures spent long periods locked up in shelters, and some were even abused by humans. Now at this cat village, they can live out their final years happily, strolling freely in the wide open spaces and warming the hearts of visitors. They're completely free range here. I think the idea is excellent. It's because lots of adoption places put them in cages. What they advocate here is not locking cats and dogs up until the end of their days. If you like, you can come here and walk around and take a look and develop a relationship with the animals. And if you're willing, you can come here to volunteer. The performers from Phoenix Talent Company had a great time volunteering at the cat village. If you'd like to enjoy a day the same way, head over to Linko. The Central Election Commission reiterated on Wednesday that Taiwan is unable to offer absentee voting as it lacks the legal framework to do so. The comment comes amid concerns that people who catch COVID before Election Day will be unable to vote due to the current isolation rules. Let's hear from the CECC. In Japan, South Korea and other countries, including also the U.S., they were able to do absentee voting because that practice has legal precedent there. But in Taiwan's legal system, there are no provisions in place to allow absentee voting. 
或做一些这个确诊者隔离天数的松绑。Experts had reservations about relaxing isolation rules for COVID patients, as they could have an effect on the COVID situation in autumn and winter, and put additional burden on our medical resources. So, at the meeting this morning, there was no way to reach a consensus on this. Currently, it seems like the only way for COVID patients to be able to vote is to do away with isolation. The CECC says experts have not reached a consensus on whether to relax the current isolation rules, which force people to stay at home for seven days after testing positive for COVID. Whether the duration is reduced to five or three days remain to be seen, but that would still leave some patients unable to exercise their right to vote. All aboard! Educators are gearing up for another tour of the science train. The Science Train is an annual government project that inspires kids with fun experiments to explore Taiwanese technologies. The classroom on a train will set off from Taipei and make a trip around Taiwan. Teachers and technology professionals will be on hand to show elementary students just how amazing science can be. Kids stand on the platform on tiptoes, craning their necks to be the first to see the train arrive. Waving their hands excitedly, they embark on a very special lesson. We've got batteries, CPUs, and some memory card things. They're like cities on a map. The students sit in a row to listen and look at a disassembled phone. The chips are amazing. The National Science and Technology Council created the Science Train to give elementary students a fun class on tech in an unusual classroom. I'm so happy because we don't have to go to school and we can learn special things. I learn lots about science, like about phone parts and so on. The Science Train will make a week-long tour of Taiwan this year. There are 70 science experiments on board the train. Teams of expert teachers in different counties and cities will join in, as well as high school students. The project will also come to remote areas. Lots of tech companies are involved in the fun, too. The company is taking part for the sixth year, and its employees even designed a lesson around their work. So we bring some cell phones, we bring some wafers, to share with the kids. You know, Taiwan is a leader in semiconductors and it's very important for the kids to know what is being made in Taiwan. We really value the development of science education. We hope that our employees' professional passion will help children take the next step in their understanding of science. And we hope this project will cultivate the scientists of tomorrow. A train has been transformed into a fun classroom. Officials and educators hope the science train will inspire more children to take an interest in the world around them and the amazing technologies we use every day. Economics Minister Wang Meihua on Wednesday rejected reports that the semiconductor industry could be considering leaving Taiwan amid rising cross-strait tensions. Wang said that Taiwan's chip manufacturing capabilities were second to none in the world and that no country would be able to replace Taiwan. She also rejected rumors that TSMC had asked employees to take leave ahead of a drop in orders. She said the reason employees were asked to do so was simply because of the hard work they have been doing over the past few years of COVID. 
Chinese leader Xi Jinping was given an unprecedented third term as CCP leader this past weekend. Amid rising cross-strait tensions, experts say geopolitical problems are unlikely to be resolved in the short term. Reports from several countries say that concerns that Taiwan could become a second Hong Kong could affect the stability of the semiconductor industry. Some say that in the face of these challenges, the semiconductor industry could cut its reliance on Taiwan. Taiwan should continue to play a key role in supply chains. Taiwan leads the world in semiconductor technology. One very important thing is that Taiwan has an extremely important semiconductor manufacturing cluster. No other country can replace us, so there is no way to do without Taiwan. Economics Minister Wang Meihua says that TSMC, which accounts for more than 50% of the global semiconductor industry's output value, is a much sought-after asset by many major powers. She says that shows Taiwan will still be part of global supply chains moving forward. On Tuesday, TSMCC Wei sent a letter to employees, encouraging them to take paid leave after working hard during the pandemic. But observers have been left wondering whether the real reason could be that TSMC is expecting to get fewer orders. The reality is that TSMC had so many orders, they had to work on full steam. That was very hard on employees who had to work overtime. Now that the end of the year is approaching, he simply told employees to remember to take time off. Last week, a U.S. Navy chief said that China could attack Taiwan before the end of the year at the earliest, saying that the U.S. military should be ready to intervene. A lawmaker on Wednesday asked the head of the Council of Agriculture about Taiwan's grain reserves in case of an attack. We take stock of our supplies every month. That includes seedlings, fertilizers, feed. We have a thorough system. The head of the Council of Agriculture says that the government would be able to meet the grain needs of all residents in the case of extreme climate events or international conflict. With an ever-changing situation in the Taiwan Strait, the government says it's prepared for all scenarios. Foreign media reports say that wealthy Chinese families are beginning to take action to leave China as Chinese leader Xi Jinping extends his rule beyond two terms. And that has reportedly caused the price of several luxury properties in Shanghai to plummet by as much as 40 percent. An association for Taiwanese businesses says that several Taiwanese businesses in China are rushing to relocate out of China as they have lost all trust in Xi. With Chinese leader Xi Jinping settled in for a third term, reports say wealthy Chinese residents and business leaders are starting to leave China. According to a Financial Times report, David Lesperance, a lawyer who has worked with wealthy families in Hong Kong and China, says that Xi's unprecedented third term marks a tipping point for China's business elite. According to the Financial Times, Europe-based lawyer Lesperance has received instructions from several ultra-high net worth Chinese business families to activate plans to leave the country. Reports say some families fear that their assets will be seized by the government and have started selling off their property in China. 
Reports say the price of some real estate units in Shanghai has plummeted. 华山夏都苑的一套豪宅，九月份要价六千万元。A luxury unit at the Chateau Pinnacle Complex asked for 60 million yuan in September. Now the same unit is asking for just 35.99 million yuan. Another unit on Financial Street last month was listed for 55 million yuan. Now on October 24th, the same unit goes for 30 million yuan. And it's not just well. Wealthy families pulling out of China. Xi's third term has sent foreign investors rushing off to sell off Hong Kong and China shares. On the first day of trading after the government reshuffle, the Hong Kong and Shanghai stock markets saw losses across the board. Over in the exchange market, the offshore Chinese yuan fell to a historic low against the U.S. dollar. Analysts say the tide of leaving China will only get stronger in the future. After the 20th National Congress, stocks plummeted. Taiwanese businesses and foreign businesses do not trust Xi Jinping at all. So under these circumstances, nobody cares about whether they can take all their money with them. All they want to do is leave. Xi Jinping. 坚持清零的一个决心哦。习近平 insists on sticking to a zero COVID policy. The zero COVID policy will absolutely cause domestic consumption and demand to drop and result in a stagnating economy. During the deleveraging process, development in the real estate market will absolutely continue to shrink. Amid the U.S.-China trade war and COVID, many foreign companies have decided to pull out of China. For some, the recent U.S. sanctions on chips and the 20th National Congress. Have been the last straw. Ukrainian lawmaker Kira Rudik attended a reception on Wednesday, organized by the Ministry of Foreign Affairs, to celebrate the friendship between Taiwan and Ukraine. At the event, Rudik addressed a group of more than 30 Ukrainian nationals in Taiwan while thanking Taiwan for its help during Russia's invasion. She said democracies should remain united and to be able to stand up against authoritarianism. Hand over her heart, she sings Ukraine's national anthem with more than 30 Ukrainians living in Taiwan. This is Kira Rudik, a Ukrainian lawmaker currently visiting Taiwan. There are so many Ukrainians here in the room, and I want to share my love and support to you because. I know how hard it is to be outside the country. As my mom says,、um, if there is two Ukrainians who can sing national anthem, Ukraine is alive and thriving. Monday marked eight months since the start of Russia's invasion. Rudik says Ukraine will keep fighting until the very end. During her visit to Taiwan, she has on numerous occasions thanked Taiwan for its support. She also stated that unity among democracies can counter authoritarianism, urging democracies to stay resolved to defend freedom. It is so amazing that people, literally from the other side of the world, feel your pain and feel your fight and feel your struggle and support you with that. We do appreciate it, and we will never forget this. Now, Ukraine is at the epicenter of the fight for democracy. The next step would be Taiwan, and this is why we need to support each other, and this is why we are getting closer and closer in our relationships. 
Rudik is 37 years old and is the chair of Holos, a pro-European political party in Ukraine. Since the start of Russia's invasion of Ukraine, she showed her commitment to defending her country on social media, posting about how she learned to use an AK-47 assault rifle. She's also frequently traveled to other countries to speak about the situation in her country. She says that this time in Taiwan, she's been deeply touched by the kindness of the people. She also says she's thankful to have had time to try out drinks from Taiwan's beverage shops. Give me number one, number three, number five, number nine. I had a moment for myself. It was a huge relief. So for, for like five minutes, I forgot that every, everything that is happening and was enjoying. It was fantastic. It was so, so, so good. Rudik says ties between Taiwan and Ukraine have warmed to new levels. As Xi Jinping takes on an unprecedented third term, many are worried that China will exert more pressure on Taiwan's remaining formal diplomatic allies. During a legislative hearing on Wednesday, Foreign Minister Joseph Wu confirmed that Taiwan's embassies abroad have reported seeing signs that some allies are buckling under Chinese pressure. He also said his ministry is planning the president's overseas visit for the coming year in an effort to secure Taiwan's diplomatic relations. On observing China's 20th National Congress, international opinion seems overall rather negative. For us, for Taiwan, it's an opportunity to establish international friendships. Foreign Minister Joseph Wu said he believes the closing of the CCP's 20th National Congress presents both challenges and opportunities to Taiwan, as Xi Jinping takes on an unprecedented third term as the CCP leader. Observers say Taiwan may see escalating threats and more diplomatic coercion. Minister Wu says Taiwan's formal diplomatic allies are beginning to show signs of bending to China. On the poaching of allies, are we under more pressure? Yes, and I'll be frank with you. Indeed, we've noted some worrying signs. The lawmaker specifically questioned Minister Wu on relations with the Holy See, Taiwan's sole European ally. Minister Wu responded that relations with the Vatican seem to remain normal for the time being and that the ministry will do all it can to protect the bilateral relation. With borders reopening, Vice President Lai Qingde is slated to lead a delegation to Palau next month. Does President Tsai Ing-wen have similar plans? Due to the pandemic, the president has not made any overseas trips over the past two to three years. We must do something to reinvigorate our diplomatic relations. From my understanding, the president won't travel this year, but we can plan visits for the coming year. As Xi enters his third term as Chinese leader, Taiwan is bracing itself to fight information war at home and withstand diplomatic pressure abroad. The foreign ministry will spare no effort in consolidating ties with Taiwan's allies.